Hi, hey, folks. Sorry about that. We, we've had some technical difficulties tonight, but we think we found the algorithm. We think we figured it out yet. So if you don't mind me asking you again, Marty, how you got into acting? Well, I was, uh, uh, as I was saying earlier, I kind of fell into it um, in high school. Because mm-hmm. um, you know, everybody's just trying to figure out who they're going to be or whatever. And uh, I took drama uh, as one of those classes, you know will help your grade point average stay up. And uh, I get, my very first thing I got cast in, I didn't even audition for, um, was Peter Pan. And I got cast as uh, Smee, uh, Captain Hook's sidekick. So here I am, 40 years later, still playing a pirate. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, speaking of pirates, you were in one of the Disney hit movies, Pirates of the Caribbean. Actually, all five of them. Oh, I did one, two, three. And then five. I didn't do number four. Ah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So how did you how did you land the role in Pirates of the Caribbean? Um, a stunt, stunt buddy of mine told me to audition or to at least send my name over to the uh, stunt coordinator. And I, I was kind of busy, but I took it as his advice, and I went ahead and put my name in the, in the band, and uh, they accepted me sight unseen. They knew I was a little person, so they were, you know, of course, they wanted to be diverse, so um, they cast me, and I went in front of the director and the stunt coordinator, and I had to do a little um, improv with a couple buddies, and, you know, we did a great job, and they just wanted to make sure we weren't going to be, like, you know, saying I and R, because they didn't want that kind of pirate. They wanted to be more true to life, so uh, there it was, and I... You know, four movies later, here I am. Nice, nice. So I asked you beforehand, uh, before the audio issues, what was it like working with people like Kevin, Johnny, um, Orlando, uh, even just like, even Karen, even Karen? All right, right. Well, Karen was awesome because my first one, she was 16, just going on 17. So... It was kind of awkward for like Johnny and Orlando to like not to kiss her because in today's world, you know, anybody under 18 is, you know, if you're over 18, it was kind of, you know, difficult. And Johnny was already 30. So, um, whatever. It, it worked out. And, uh, Johnny's one of the, the best, one of my favorite leading actors to work with because he's, he's just like anybody else. He's, you know, he's got really raunchy jokes and he thinks like, you know, just like the rest of us, you know, we have weird thoughts and funny, you know, ideas and that. And same thing with Orlando and, and Kevin is kind of more of like a, he's a real seasoned, you know, British actor. So uh, I call him Pops. Um, we do a lot of Comic-Cons together and stuff, but mm-hmm. yeah, I like Kevin too, so. Mm-hmm. Kevin was on this show too, so he was a really... He had a re- he had some really great stories about that. Like he even he told the story about how the scene where he was asleep on the dock and Johnny had to pour the water. And he's like anywhere yeah. but the ears. You know yeah. exactly where Johnny's going. Right in the ears. Yeah. The right here. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So what was your? I gotta ask this. What was your favorite line from Pirates of the Caribbean from your character? Oh, from my character. Yeah. Uh. I think when Kevin and I go up to the side of the ship and uh, uh, we're like 
Um, you know, because we just got attacked by the Kraken. Mm-hmm. Uh, or it might be the one before that when I said, um, I've been more to Sleely. Captain <laughs> seems to be acting a bit strange. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I could have played it, you know, silly and been like, Arr. but I just like, more, you know, stranger. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I don't even remember any of my lines with Pirates 5. I just, I don't even know if I, I've seen it once at the, the premiere, but I haven't seen it since. Um, I know it's on TV a lot, but it's kind of weird. Like, I don't like my voice. Like, even this, like, I'm, I'm not hearing myself, so it's great. <laughs> but I, I have, like, a, a really distinct, raspy voice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm just one of those guys that doesn't like to hear himself or see himself <laughs> on TV. I'd be like, oh, man, I'm fat. Or this, that, you know? Yep. We're all like that. And whenever I hear the replay of this show and everything, I'm like, I just have to turn down because I cannot stand the sound of my voice, you know? Right, right. So, um, you were also on a really uh, good TV show called Scrubs. Yeah. And I did, uh, I did, uh, like, I did quite a few episodes between the eight seasons. And, um, uh, the best one was probably my first one, which was in like season three. I would have been on early, but while I was filming Pirates, but that's the one where I uh, I, I pop out of the locker and I I, I pop Zach Braff right in the in the colonies, <laughs> and then that was the running joke from there on out. It was like you know, like, uh, and even in episodes that I wasn't in, you know, you'd have remembering like, oh god, where's Randall? You know, is he gonna pop out? You know. And whatever, but I had a great time with the um, the janitor Neil, because that's who I I work most with Neil. Mm-hmm. I was kind of part of the part of the group, and uh, great guy. The whole cast was great. I mean, they they all brought their dogs to work, and uh, they actually had somebody hired that took the dogs out for walks and out outside, and you know, so it was a very really family fun atmosphere. It was great. Nice. Nice. Now, your wife actually runs her own little business there, the Movie yeah. Star Bling. Yeah, Movie Star. Movie Star, uh, movie star Bling.com. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tell our audience about that. Um, we sell jewelry. And, uh, everything is red and zinc. Um, red and zinc free. So, uh, everything's only $5. And if you get like a necklace, it comes with a set of earrings. Um, we also sell bracelets, um, earrings, rings. Um, yeah, all, you know everything, jewelry. But mm. every, everything's only five dollars unless they they get the exclusive things, which are really you know really big. Sometimes those are like twenty five dollars, but they're great. They, they they you know they don't turn your neck green or anything like that. And, um, Really nice. It's great jewelry for people who you know want to look like they're wearing something really blingy, and you know if you only paid five dollars for it, nobody's gonna know the difference. Nice, nice. So they can go to the website to buy it. Go to yeah, MovieStarBling.com, and um, we're there. She's on usually every night, and you know you can see or you can watch one of her her uh, uh, pro or prior episodes 
and if you see anything that you like um, from there, you can, you know, request to buy it uh, once you sign up. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. Now, I'm going to ask you some questions that I ask all my buddies. I don't call them guests. I call them buddies on this okay. show. The first one is, in your own words, what does it mean to be someone's buddy? Um, a confidant, you know, somebody you can, uh, you can tell anything to, you know, like, that's a buddy. It's like, uh, like in the mafia, it'd be like, you know, it's, you're part of like a familia. <laughs> it's, it's an unspoken thing. It's kind of like a godfather or, you know, a godson. You can go to them for anything and ask and talk about anything. So, yeah, a buddy's as close as you can get. Nice. Nice. And, you know, um, one campaign that I've been starting on through this entire, you know, through these past few months is what I call is the months of positivity. You know, like back in November when we had all the stuff going on at the election, you know, we're still dealing with this pandemic. We're still dealing with just everything, you know, everything under the book that it's just like we just need some positive feel good stories, you know, some positive just, you know, rather than you walking down the street saying hi to the first person you see where they greet you with the profanity. You know, just sometimes, How do you think we can spread more positivity today? You know, I always say I wish I could go back to the 70s and the 80s, um, except for being able to have, you know, the cell phone. But I could do without the cell phone, too, because, you know, in the late 80s, you started having pagers. But I think everybody's so disconnected, you know, because we're always on our phone doing this, that, and you know, instead of, you know, being outside and playing or um, doing other more social things and, and, and we're just kind of disconnected ourselves from everybody uh we weren't like that back in back in the day i mean i even wonder what it would be like to be in the 50s or 60s or, you know um they didn't have a lot of just you had a car and you had your girl and you went to the drive-in and you know you went to school and that was it you know sports and uh everybody was just way more friendly i think back then mm -hmm. They're not worried about this PC culture. I mean, here we are. I mean, we're both little, and you know, I, I said in the late '80s that the PC culture was is going to get way, way, way out of whack. We don't need to see everything. Like I, I tell people all the time, like I don't need to see the Cottonelle commercial. Um, you know, the the one where uh, like the guy's bringing his boyfriend home, and so it's like for that time you're you know introducing your parents. Your new boyfriend for that, you know, down there care. It's like I don't need to think about somebody's, you know, how they're taking care of themselves down there. Like it's not something I need to see. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, we don't need to see. You know, I don't. There's a bunch of commercials. I think they're just getting way. Everybody it seems like uh, now everybody they want to mix everything. You know, where there is no different races it's only one race but they're they're really trying to hammer you know uh husband and wives like you know black man or white woman or, or black, white man or white black woman and just trying to really shove it down everybody's throat like okay we, we get it you know you're gonna fall in love with who you're following with but you don't have to the advertisers don't have to shove it in your face and and think that you don't know better you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. i feel like you know i don't know 
kind of weird, but again, I, I, I'd rather go back to the 70s and 80s. We didn't have to worry about that stuff. Mm. So another question that I ask all my buddies that come on the show is about charity. Part of being buddy is being a charitable buddy. Um, if you could have our audience donate to one charity of your choice, what would it be and why? Well, I used to have my own charity, uh, CODA, where we raised money for um, to get dwarf children adopted. Um, you know, I had 501CE, but it, it costs money to keep that up. And so I, we just kind of like merged with somebody else. I personally still donate money to help get kids adopted. But the one that really just hits me is, you know, cancer and all that stuff. They get billions of dollars from the government. You know, and all that stuff. I think the ASPCA is like the one that really tugs on my 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 strings. You know, like why get an animal and then treat it? I, I, I swear, I, I hate seeing dogs with chains. And I could, you know, I couldn't carry a chain this heavy all day. And these things, you know, are locked up outside. And you know, you know, the people that got them were just. They wanted it as a as a symbol or as a fighting animal or or whatever. They're just abused and it's not cool. No. So I, I would have to say the ASPCA is my favorite charity. Nice, nice. I'm a big dog lover myself. You know, got two of them my own. Right. And you're right. It's always tough when they're treated. You know, as as much as they are animals, it's tough when they're actually treated like animals. Like they're treated like they're just kept in the yard. Like those are the ones you kind of, you know, that you like, they, you got them for a Christmas present and didn't know what to do afterwards, you know, or Hey, speaking of dogs. For family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they definitely are. You occasionally you'll hear my dog voice her opinion in this show every now and then too, you know, you'll hear oh, her all the way from downstairs. So, yeah. yep. So I want to end the show on, asking you for advice. This is what I call the ultimate buddy cast buddy question, which is for anyone who wants to go into acting, what is your advice? Wow. Um, well, you know, I, I, I'm a big believer that you either have it or you don't. I mean, there, I was thinking about this earlier today and I was like, um, there's people who just have it. And then there's people who have it and then they go on to universities and they study it. And even after they're out of, you know, college, whatever, they still study it. And that's great. And then there's people who don't have it and they study it and it's like, they just keep chasing it. And I, um, and it's like, it's, it's a tough business and it's really, I mean, living in LA or, or, New York is really expensive. Uh, I mean, geez, gas is still over three dollars a gallon here. I don't know what it is in, uh, by you in Pennsylvania, but um, it's just expensive. And housing is out of. I mean, I I own a three bedroom condo and it's worth like seven hundred thousand dollars. And it's like, you know, what I could get in back in Michigan, or uh, we're gonna move to Tennessee where my wife's from and. Jeez, for seven hundred thousand dollars, I'd be living in a mansion. Yeah, you know, on a couple acres. You know? You'd be living. You'd be living next to Dolly Parton. Yeah, right. Well, I will. I'm gonna go towards Knoxville area, so yeah, you know, be good. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But yeah, if, if it's your, 
put your passion, you just are one of those people who, you know, when you walk into a room, uh, people will say you brighten it up right away or, you know, you command attention, then you've got it and then you should chase it. But if you're not one of them, you know, it's like modeling. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to be a model at four foot tall. You know, there's just a, a certain look that you're going to need to have. Hey, you guys be fine. <laughs> but don't use it too much over here. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? It's just like there's certain things that you're just not going to, you know, obviously not going to be able to serve in the military at four foot tall. But, you know, to entertain or make somebody um, happy or, or, you know, bring some joy, you know, even if it's just for two hours in somebody's life, uh, that's cool with me. Uh, I like uh, I like coming into somebody's, you know, into their world and, and, you know, they can always put me away in a DVD later on and bring back out. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to ask you one more question before we head out. Are there any no project? Are there any projects or anything that you're currently working on that you can let us in on, or anything on the anything on the burner at the moment? You know, like in the works. Um. About, well, I've been training for something uh, uh, that has to do with apes for a for a while, but with the pandemic mm -hmm. going on, you know, that's kind of on hold. I don't have anything as far as pirates uh, news. I know they're going to do another one. Actually, they're going to do two, I believe. One is going to be a female one where Uncle Robbie's going to be the star uh, pirate. It's going to be, um, I don't think it's going to have Johnny Depp. Hmm. And then, um, which I don't understand. To me, it's like, how do you do a Jesus movie without Jesus? Mm -hmm. So, but whatever. I mean, if it, you know, if it helps. If it makes money, they'll do it. Mm -hmm. uh, but I have another one um, where I'm supposed to uh, do called, um, uh, gosh, what the heck? I can't believe I forgot the name. Uh, I forgot the name, but. What's it about? It's a, yeah, uh, it's about a cop um, who. Uh, has to go through a bunch of drug lords and, and some other stuff, and just like I don't want, I want to say kind of like a John Wick kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not a good guy, so I, I you know, I'm in a couple scenes, and lucky I don't die, but yeah, I get my, you know, my butt handed to me. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know why I can't remember the name of the thing. Hmm. I don't. Well, I, I'm at a loss. Yeah, text this, text it to me later, and I'll throw it in the comments. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. All righty. Well, thank you so much for sticking with us through all the technical difficulties we endured tonight. Well, thanks for keeping me on, you know, and not, yes. just, you know, not just scrubbing me off. So. No, no, not at all. Not at all. We're happy we got you on the show. Thank you for being a buddy on BuddyCast. For all, all right, my buddy. buddies out there, this is my buddy, Martin Kleba. Catch him in his movies. Catch him on Pirates of the Caribbean, on Scrubs. You name it. He'll be there. And I hope things pick up for you, my friend. I hope once this, right. once we get the vaccine, once things calm down, you know, you just pick, yeah. you pick up where you left off. So, awesome, uh, buddy. Be good, all right, buddy. You too. We'll I'll catch you. you. 
Yep, we'll catch you next time here on BuddyCast. Well, the days are going fast, buddy, buddy, we've got to make them last, buddy, buddy, before they've all gone fast, buddy, buddy, tune in to BuddyCast. Don't feel like it can make it, buddy, here on BuddyCast.